Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Hey, welcome everybody. It is great to have you with us today as we begin a new broadcast, a wet broadcast week. Yes, the rain continues to fall, does it not? And as a farmer, I can tell you that I'd kind of like it to stop now. <laughs> uh, lots to talk about in the political world, folks. This show is political coffee. No, this show is not about farming. It is about political issues of the day that impact your life and how you can use them to change your world. With the principles and the values you believe in. Over the weekend, um, pride parades all over the place. Schools, pride. What impact do you think this has in the long run? Hmm? Is this what schools should be talking about? Is this what schools should be teaching our kids? Is it not akin to a religion? No, I'm quite serious. This devotion to pride, gay pride. There's lots of other things to uh, talk about, um, including my friend, the Lebanon, Oregon mayor, who has said he's done signing proclamations. No more of them. Ahead of Wednesday's regular meeting, June 8th, Mayor Paul Aziz suddenly and quietly pulled a proclamation declaring June as Fireworks Safety Month from the city council's agenda, and then declared in front of Lebanon's council, the elected body, that he has stopped signing this symbolic announcement. He just simply said, I will not be signing any more proclamations or doing any more proclamations at all. Downtown Association came before the Lebanon City Council in April to ask him to sign to declare Pride Month ahead of the association organized Lebanon Family Pride Day. Nope, he ain't going to do it. He called their proposal activist written, and it was and maintained that asking for equality elevates one group of people over another. He just said, you know what? We're just gonna not do it anymore. So, by the way, I had sent him a, an email congratulating him for what he did. Now, Parents' Rights in Education sent out an email about this issue. And um, so it um, it is should not be in the in the mission of public schools or public education to promote in the under the guise of equity and equality 
something that is basically a religion. Now, remember, we can't do that. Right? According to the Constitution, separation of church and state. But yet we're doing it. Also, guns, 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 and more guns. Betsy was on Channel 8 yesterday on Straight Talk, talking about a whole bunch of things, including guns. And she was her normal Betsy self. Jim wrote me an email about Betsy, said, I don't know if you follow or receive the Oregon Firearms Federation's alerts from, but the latest says Betsy is now siding with the gun grabbers. So sad. I really had some hope for Oregon. I guess I have to retract my support for independent candidate for governor. And so, yeah. So, yeah, Oregon uh, has the latest off headline, and there it says, Betsy Johnson sells out. And in it, she said that, you know, she's not only open. She just reiterated what she said previously. She's not only open to... Um, raising the minimum age to purchase guns to 21 years of age, like AR-15s. She walked back her comment at the TEDx that it's not the lethality of the gun that makes the difference, which was 100% correct. Now, she's walking it back. She said, I was trying to make a point, and I did it stupidly. I will just say that that was stupid. But she says she would support raising the age to purchase certain firearms from 18 to 21. Well, we do that now, don't we? Yes. And support stronger, or she would enforce stronger background checks for gun purchases. What does that mean? She says she hasn't flip-flopped her position. She said it wasn't TEDx, it was Uvalde. And the 10 shootings over the Memorial Day weekend, all, by the way, in liberal cities run by liberals with a lot of gun control. She said, I believe the mood of the country is changing. So I want to ask you that question today. Do you think the mood of the country has changed on gun control? Do you think it has? We have the Beaverton mayor a committed leftist coming out and, and supporting all kinds of gun control. So what do you think? Is the mood of the country changing? Has it changed to gun control? The senators, there's the story in the, as we heard over the weekend, the senators reach agreement on the gun control bill, including, now we're talking U.S. senators including red flag laws to take guns from law-abiding Americans. And here are the 10 Republicans who joined with the Democrats. 
Now, so let me ask you that question. Just because Republicans do something that is, you know, red flag laws, things of that nature, um, John Cornyn of Texas, Tom Tillis, and Richard Burr, both of North Carolina, Roy Blunt of Missouri, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, of course, and Pat Toomey. More about Mitt Romney in a moment. They reached agreement, but the actual legislation hasn't been written yet. Oopsies. The devil will be in the details. An enhanced review process, apparently, for buyers under the age of 21 and penalties for straw purchasing. Hey, I'm fine with penalties for straw purchasing. I've always been fine with that. But crisis intervention orders? Well, as we've seen in Oregon, our red flag law allows the confiscation of your guns without due process. Is that what we want? Five Republicans in the House, by the way, voted on their measure last week. Two Democrats voted no. But Ken Buck, Republican congressman, really revealed what the intent of red flag laws are. Democrats want to use the laws to take guns from rural Americans. And the reason you know that is because the Democrats voted down his amendment that included gang members in the legislation. So if you're an identified gang member, you would fit into law enforcement as as a gang member, if you fit into their definition of it. you would be potentially covered under red flag laws. Democrats defeated that. By the way, according to the Justice of Peace Officers Association, 80% of gum homicides, 80%. Now, I don't know that this is true, but 80% they are alleging of gun homicides. This is people being murdered by someone else using a gun. 80% are gang members. Now, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that out. Just look at what happened in Portland. They defunded the cops in Portland by $12 million, Portland Police Bureau. And they specifically eliminated what amounts to the gun, the gang violence enforcement unit. And guess what happened? The same thing that's happened every other place across the country where they've done the same stupid thing, Betsy. You want to talk about stupid things to say? You ought to be going after the stupidity of the Portland City Council. You should have said that last night. Because gangbang murders have tripled in Portland. And the cops know it. Everybody's afraid to say it, including you, Betsy. Maybe you ought to now.
this is what's wrong with politicians. You put their finger in the wind. I don't like it. I don't like Betsy's direction. It ain't going to mean a darn thing, ultimately, in the end. So I'm asking this question, and I'd love to get your comments on it. Is America's attitudes towards gun and quote-unquote gun control changing? Is the mood of the country changing? What do you think? 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Would love to get your opinion about that. As we get into some of the things, by the way, did you see that the U.S. Department of Defense finally came clean? Remember I said I was going to talk about Mitt Romney? They have admitted in a public document there are 46 U.S. military-funded biolabs in the Ukraine. And Mitt Romney called Democrat Congresswoman that she was lying because she said it. Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii, National Guard's woman, he said that she was spreading treacherous lies for simply talking about it. Now the defense department comes out of it. How soon can we get rid of Mitt Omni? Not soon enough. Back in a moment with Kathy and others. 503-589-1220, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 22 minutes past the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is that power Buick GMC talk line. Thanks to Greg L., by the way sending me an email if you want to send me an email i will do my best to read it on the air jeff at 1220.am or jeff kslm.news including the oregon department of education <clears throat> sexuality education newsletter for june 2022 now if this is real it's pretty interesting talking about pride month um, and then the Oregon Department of Education LGBTQ2SIA, whatever the heck that is. Student access webpage. And then preventing and responding to sexual harassment under the federal titles and comprehensive sexuality education. Oh, so if you come out against comprehensive sexual um, sexuality education, you could be accused of sexual harassment. Hmm? Oh, you'll love this. There are now menstrual dignity grants available. Again, menstrual dignity grants. You gotta be kidding me. And then there's sex ed news and resources. Sex ed data and research. 
upcoming events. Anything but education. That's stunning, folks. This is what your tax dollars are paying for, and this is the indoctrination going on. And Greg writes this. He just simply says, how is this not grooming or proselytizing? It is. And only until it gets proven that through lawsuits in the courts is it ever going to happen. Is America's attitudes towards guns and gun control, is it changing? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is Power Buick GMC Talk. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, good morning. Thanks for hanging on. Um, Kathy, so, there you are. Um, um, I don't understand why they don't go, like, down the line of um, what would actually be effective for not having somebody go into a school and shoot it all, shoot it all up. I think the mood is changing. Even my mood is changing about how these teenagers and get these weapons. I mean, weapons at all, not just ARs, but at all. There's so many guns on the street. I don't think that red flag laws and all that sort of thing is going to solve anything. I think they need to make the schools a little tighter, a little tougher to get into. But nobody yeah, talks about you're, that. You're right. The, the pushback on that is you're going to make your schools prisons and oh, it'll blah, mentally blah, blah. hurt the kids. That's the pushback. But it's so, stupid. That's a stupid response. Well, it, it's not only stupid, it is defies all common sense. All common yeah. sense. And everybody knows it. Because the reality is, Kathy, several schools around the country have hardened themselves and only have single points of entry and only have certain kinds of access to get into other doors. Now, in Uvalde, apparently a teacher propped the door open. And this kid found it and entered. I mean, that so you could have all kinds of, unless you had a security system that, you know, blared horns if a door is open, which you probably should have. That's not that expensive to do. But, I mean, you're, you're right about this. There, folks, there are 400 million guns in America. You really think that we're going to turn them all in like they did in Australia? I don't think so. You won't see that happen. There are far too many patriots who believe that their rights, their right to just live at all in a free country are dependent upon their Second Amendment right. And they're right. They are. So you think the mood in the country is changing, but not towards gun control, but towards hardening schools and other places like no, that? I just think we're all getting a little sick and tired of seeing school children being blown up with guns. We're ta- we're, I'm sick of it. But 
taking away people's guns isn't the answer. We've got to harden the schools and keep them hardened. But nobody wants to talk about that. No, and Joe Biden opposes it. You're absolutely right. Thanks, Kathy. I do appreciate it, friends. I want to remind you, uh, it's kind of wet out there. And if your roof is leaking, then you need to call Pfeiffer Roofing. Why? Because they can come out and make your home dry. What they've been doing since 1978, their second generation family owned company. Give them a call. They'll come out and give you a free estimate to keep you dry. 503-647-4725. Their phone number six four seven forty seven twenty five. A free estimate to fix your roof. Uh, hey, Freddie, it's a little late um, for me to get to you at the bottom. Why don't you hang on through the bottom of the hour break here? We'll talk to Freddie on the other side. So, what do you think? Is the mood in the country changing, like Betsy Johnson says it is, towards gun control? I don't think so. Especially if people would start talking about every time a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun. We ain't taking them away, folks. So you better harden the schools and a lot of other places back in a moment at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour, we're talking about all of the transgender pride celebrations in schools going on across Oregon and guns. Betsy said the mood of the country has changed. Therefore, she's more open to gun control. What do you think? You think it has? 503-589-1220. The Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. As promised, we will go to Freddie. Freddie, thanks for hanging on. What do you think today? Well, Jeff, we're going the wrong way on guns. We should stop making the gun the devil and start educating people about the gun. My sons went to Montana State. They had, well, they had their weapons at school. There was a protocol they followed, but uh, all the boys had their weapons. They'd go hunting afterwards or target practicing. Uh, we need to un- understand what weapons are used for. I-, I have guns in my house, and not one of them has shot me yet. Not one of them. <laughs> so, it's a- <laughs> so I think that we, you know, we need to start. We need to start educating people in school, teaching them what the value of a, of a pistol or rifle is, what a gun does, and stop making people afraid of guns. There's. I'll tell you what, you know, on a ranch, you know, I grew up on a ranch. When you've got something, that varmint that's attacking your animals and stuff, you've got you to gotta take them out. And, and that's you what do. you do. I mean, I, you know, I go back to biblical times, the equivalent of a gun back then that King David used when he was guarding the flocks of sheep. And then he, he used was a sling and a rock. And he successfully killed bear and lion defending his flock now 
Why shouldn't you and I have the right to defend, have, have the human right to defend ourselves as a school teacher in a school that is not hardened? Why shouldn't you have the right to carry a gun and defend you and your kids under your control? Shouldn't you have that human right? Absolutely. Absolutely, you should have that right. And and I, that's why I say that we're going the wrong way on this. Politicians are, are, are speaking the wrong way on this. People need to embrace it. You need to have that. Uh, you need to, to defend yourself. Uh, you know, you don't go to a gunfight with a knife. So if somebody's breaking into your house, uh, you've got to defend your family. So, you know, a guy or a lady with a gun can can uh, equalize the, the threat immediately. So people quit being afraid of guns. My gosh, it's 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 the American right. Uh, you know, uh, people in Ukraine gave up their guns. Now look what they're doing now. They can't get enough guns. So don't 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 fall for this right. political. Yeah. Well said, Freddie. You're right on the money. We should be teaching kids about it, but no, it's horrible. Even when I was in the legislature in the House of Representatives, we tried to pass a bill that allowed teaching Eddie Eagle's NRA um, curriculum to, to grade schoolers about guns and gun safety and what happens, you know, if you find a gun, you know, don't touch it, call an adult, but how you handle them not to be afraid of them. It's a great curriculum. Well, we couldn't get it passed in a Republican-controlled legislature. Pathetic. I taught, I taught both of my sons about guns. They uh, were in a dime club, five shots in the size of a dime. Not only do they know how to handle them, they're a better shot than the old man is. So it's important. <laughs> it's important to teach your children and your wife uh, the safety about guns and all guns are loaded all the time and uh, to be embrace it. Don't be afraid of it for crying out loud. Don't be afraid of it at all. It's what You're it, absolutely what it, right. Well said, Freddie. Thank you. Um, my father also taught me about guns. Lee writes an email and uh, Richard Rebecca, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. Lee writes an email about pride. Pride should be taught in schools. He says, pride is defined as a noun, the quality of state of being proud. Here's what he said. It seems the last two generations haven't a clue what their grandparents went through to make this country great. Instead, they learn an agenda that turns them against the core beliefs that used to be taught. Those core beliefs are what drives the desire of others to make the sacrifice to come to this country. Pride should be taught in schools, but that's not the pride you ask about type of pride shouldn't that type of pride should not be taught confuses a student by mixing several definitions into a fluid state one that changes constantly no alphabet pride lgbtq he writes is wrong on many levels and should not be a subject in school amen to that if you're not comfortable at home you should call freedom heating and air if you're not comfortable because your hvac unit is not working right call them they'll get out and fix it right away it's one of the ways they built this great business it's been successful through the ups and downs of the economic cycles and we've got a recession coming i think sadly 
stock market certainly predicting it with how far it's down today. But you know what? They survive because they do a really good job at taking care of you. Give them a call. They'll come out to your place right away and fix what's broken in your system. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Let's go to to Rich. Rich, good morning. Morning. Uh, Kathy had a great point. Fred has a great point. The biggest thing we have to remember is that they do not want to harden the schools. That's why they have these zero tolerances for firearms is they don't want it hardened they want to use it as an excuse to take or try to take guns it has nothing to do with that the democrats have proved over the years that they don't care about the average person out there they only care about their agenda and that's it yeah it's the agenda that ultimate it's the political agenda that ultimately transforms a nation and i don't care whether you're stalin or you're Hitler, or you're a socialist, it's a political agenda, and that is paramount. In fact, I just I got an email from, from Mike uh, about the proclamation in the Salem-Kaiser School District about June being Pride Month. And they talk about making the symbols, putting up symbols inside classrooms. That was the big fight in Newburgh where the conservative school board members said, no, we're not going to allow any of these symbols, period, except the American flag. What do you think about that? Well, I can say it, but you'd get bleep, so I won't. <laughs> no, the, big, the other thing, too, is my Senator Deb Patterson keeps telling me she's for the kids and everything, but I don't see her stepping up to harden or to protect the kids. She does whatever Kate Brown and Kotek tell her. You know, I think more voters in um, more of her constituents like you should be asking her those questions. How come you're not for hardening schools? Or are you? Will well, you I, I, I have, champion the that. issue? The comedy is I have asked her numerous times on emails various things to help protect the kids. And I get no answer from her until I copy some of the Republican politicians. And all of a sudden she'll answer me funny how that is thanks rich i appreciate it. it's a great point right. to be hard in schools duh we should and it is a point that can be used to push back on let's take away guns guns that help you defend your family in your home by the way do you harden your home hmm? don't most of us put locks deadbolts on our doors yeah we do you know, all of this is not being, and, and Rebecca and our other caller, hang on, guys, let me get to you in a second here. There's, Breitbart is a story about a poll says that independents are fueling the Republican bid to recapture Congress. I'm going to go beyond that, and it's big. I mean, it's, uh, it's 11 points, just generic Republican versus the generic Democrat. It's huge. It's a 17-point point advantage, even bigger than that amongst independents. Now, this is what Betsy Johnson is banking on. Is it enough? Or does she, has she just shot herself in the foot here by embracing the idea of more gun control? Let's go to Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. Good morning. Um, I was, when, one day when I was at the Capitol, um, I was on my way out of the Capitol, 
and um, in one of the hallways and on third floor. And uh, God said to me, sit down. And so I looked around, and there was a chair, and I sat down in it. And I sat there for about two minutes, uh, not really knowing why I was sitting there. And then uh, these ladies came and pulled up chairs from way down the hall, and they had they made a circle, and all of a sudden I was part of their circle. And um, they this was before I was wearing my Trump hat, et cetera. And <laughs> they, um, they, this happened several years ago, and um, they, it was Moms Demand Action, and they were having a meeting, and they said, we're going to go into the school. They were talking with each other, and the gist of their talk was that they were going to go into the schools, <clears throat> and um, they were going to get the kids to demand confiscation of guns. And they said just like they had done in Australia. And then after a few minutes more, um, a bunch of aides came out of the different um, Democrat offices, and they came and assured them that they were 100% behind them. And I hear the music, and I'm not done with my story, but the rest of my story is the most important part. And so um, I I went and made a sign and stood outside of... And I need more time to tell the most important part All of right, the story. All right, hang on. We'll get to you and our other caller on the other side of the break. Don't go away. Six for eight. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Everybody on the phones, hang on. Rich writes an email. Hardening schools, he said, the state of California started hardening their schools in the 1980s. Why can't we? Should be the question. You're right. They should. We ought to be saying, hey, how come we're not hardening schools? And then he sent me an email. He sent to Republican Raquel Moore Green and Democrat Senator Deb Patterson about hardening schools. You notice how it doesn't seem like there's a lot of mass school shootings in California? Hmm. Back to the phones to Rebecca. Rebecca, go quickly and finish your thought, okay, please. So, so I didn't know what to do with this information that I had received in the uh, Capitol hallway and went. Um, I, I, I decided to make a sign and go stand outside of South High. And anybody can do this. Um, I encourage people to go communicate with the kids at the schools. Um, the, uh, I, the, my sign said Wednesday... Uh, 10 o'clock um, Second Amendment rally and um, so then I came back on Wednesday at 10 o'clock I held my sign on Monday and Tuesday and then on Wednesday I came back and um, there were five kids that came out of the school to my gun rally and um, the, the, they told me that the school had we had about a half an hour together and they told me that the school had sent an, a text to every student and said anybody who went to the gun rally would be in trouble. 
But they said, we don't care because the school has held 17 anti-gun rallies. And uh, th- that was, they were so incensed. And, and these kids are, no wonder the, the Democrats can say, oh, the mood of the country is changing. Every four years, we're graduating another set of kids that have, for during those four years of high school, have been trained to hate guns. The, the Democrats are the ones changing the population's view on 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 uh, guns. They're doing it in the schools, and they're doing it. Seventeen gun rallies. This was like in April, and yep. seventeen gun it, rallies it's, during it's a crazy. school year. It's crazy. Thank you, Rebecca. Got to let you go because we need to move on to other callers. Let me go to the next caller. Caller, are you there? Good morning. Who are you and what do you have to say today? Oh, a whole lot, Jeff. This is Julie. Hi, Julie. Hey, um, when I was subbing, we had a little guy who came in with his Eddie Eagle coloring book. <laughs> um, and it was um, Share Day. Well, I thought the lessons were so good that I may I turned it into a lesson. Well, and uh, then I went through all the three, uh, all the steps that uh, Eddie Eagle said. Yeah. Didn't think anything about it until the following afternoon when I was called into the principal's office, who incidentally was wearing a purple triangle pen, and I was absolutely chewed out for doing this. I was teaching about guns. Well, I was teaching about gun safety, and a parent was there who really objected to it. And I told him, it's your kid who needs this more than the kid who has the Eddie Eagle coloring book. That's for sure. Uh, and I, I mean, I stood my ground. I... I, it, I was written up and everything, but I, I stood my ground. And I still think I'm absolutely right. You were absolutely right. And good for you for having done it, for standing your ground, because you, you made the important comment here. And it's simply this, is that kids who don't understand guns need to understand them far more than a child who is being taught about guns and gun safety. Because it's the kids who aren't are the ones that are accidentally shooting other kids because they don't respect guns or they frankly use them the wrong way. You're right. Julie, thank you. It's a great story and I appreciate it. Um, Appreciate your call. Rebecca Donaldson, folks, is an award-winning real estate broker. She won Best of the Willamette Valley for a reason, because she is good at what she does. That benefits you in a lot of ways. So here's what you should do. You should give her a call if you're thinking of buying and selling your home. Real estate market's changing. If you're thinking about both of those things, call her. She'll help you and help you a lot. 503-269-0747, or check out her website, Rebecca's Got Houses, dot com rebecca's got houses dot com let's go to art art good morning well betsy thinks things are changing i mean where's your proof okay i still believe that people in gangs that do criminal things should be locked up 
I still think the border should be sealed to keep the drugs and the gang people out of our country. So why in the heck don't they do the things that are necessary uh, to make our country more secure, our schools more secure. Jeff, when I was in kindergarten down in L.A., I was born down there. Our whole school was fenced in, period, to protect the kids, to protect the property, and there obviously is nothing wrong with that. And why would a kid, if they were told, hey, we got the fence here to protect the property and to protect you, uh, why would a kid think they're in prison? They would think, boy, the adults want to protect me and keep me out of harm's way. So, Betsy. You're right. <laughs> educate. You're right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right, Art. I'm, I'm going to let you go because I, I, I want to finish up here. It's a, it's a great point. Not only would the kids feel safer, but I bet you that if you take polls of kids and their parents in schools that are hardened, they will tell you they support it by 90%. That needs to happen. And somebody needs to be polling that and putting that in front of all politicians and Betsy needs to be talking about gangbangers and she needs to be talking about the Portland Public Police and the Portland City Council taking away the money from the gang unit and the predictable response of murders quadrupling in Portland and they're mostly gangbangers she needs to be talking about that and she needs to be talking about hardening schools instead of gun control Betsy get with it it was a missed opportunity in the Channel 8 interview. Friends, speaking of interviews, tomorrow I have a special interview for you with one of our advertisers. We don't do this very often, but I had a great conversation with Eric Azer last Friday. I just I called him and we talked on the phone. You need to hear this interview, RighteousRenovations.com. He's on tomorrow. This is a guy, a contractor who does things really, really different. And it's good for you. In fact, I've never heard of anybody doing what he does. That ought to pique your interest. He'll be on tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate each and every one of you listening. Keep praying for this great nation and our leaders. And continue to be willing to stand up and fight. Oh,